wait, let me clear that up. Come on in. So honestly, I've just been thinking since the last episode about the perception that I might have left um, for you guys regarding my child's father. Uh, I can't believe, first of all, that I actually let y'all in that deep, that I've read y'all my journal. Like, that's nobody's business. <laughs> but I just felt like it was something to share for whatever reason. Um, but I was just thinking about some of the things that I said and some of the things that people may have taken the wrong way. And one of the main things was when I said how when I think about the man that I want... Um, I automatically have to think of uh, the attributes of a father because it's I want him to be something like a father that I've never had and always wanted. And I also want, you know, him to be the father that my daughter deserves. Not to say that she does not have a good father. Like... She has an excellent father, and her relationship with her father is totally separate than her relationship than my relationship with him as a baby daddy past lover, whatever you want to call it. You know, so I just wanted to make that clear that it just kind of bothered me because we don't give our men, especially our black men, um a lot of uh, credit. I've, I've never bad talked to him or said anything bad regarding him as far as being a father. Um, but I just want to put that out there in case that perception could have been made because we don't give our men enough credit. And in real life, I know more good fathers than bad fathers. Like, I don't know what the TVC or the media see, but I know more fathers that are in their kid's life and that want to be in their kid's life and that are participants in their kid's life than any absent father's life. So the people in my circle or my child's father, they are present. Now, he is always taking care of my daughter financially. They have their own relationship. They talk. They do what they do. But we live in different states. So they don't get to see each other often. So a lot of times I do fault myself for um, waiting so long to get with somebody else and let her have um, the experience of a full-time father. I, I feel guilty about that a lot of the times because um, had I not waited aside for him and he's never asked me to we just do what we do this thing has just lasted so long but had I not waited so long or reserved myself for so long um I could have been with someone who could have filled those empty spots 
you know, when he wasn't able to come and be at the father-daughter dance or just every morning when she needs the male attention of a father, you know, like even with my father, like we don't have a relationship to this day. Um, but there are things growing up that are irreplaceable. You know, there's things that are irreplaceable. Only a father could have embedded in me. Even down to my strength that he despises that's almost identical to his. <laughs> Those things could not have, I could not have been without my father, good or bad, you know. So I just, I, that was one of the things I did want to clarify. Like, the, those two relationships are totally separate. <laughs> two totally, totally different things. Um, and then it was something else. I don't know. I felt like bearing my soul to you guys. I felt like um, I showed you so much that you may have felt like I was just obsessive over this man. And I'm not gonna lie, I have been throughout the years. Now I don't, I, <laughs> I haven't just, you know, gone out the way, but, um, you know, he's a, he's a good father. He's a, um, he's smart. He's a businessman. He loves his mother, his sister, like fervently. He loves his whole family fervently. Like, He's a family man. He's funny. He's, you know, he's good looking. Like, he's a good catch. So I'm not really sure what else I'm supposed to be attracted to. <laughs> How about a nigga that wants you? But, um... <laughs> no, seriously. I, I don't know. I don't know. But... It, it was a lot to just let you guys in like that. But, to be honest... If we can get for real, for real, that is one of the struggles of being a single woman slash single mother. Like, it, it wasn't always so much that I just wanted to be with just him. It was just like, well, why not him? Because that's her dad. You know, she's she's safe with him. I love him. She loves him. Like, why not him? Like, we're, you know, who, who doesn't want to be that perfect family especially if you get along and th like who wouldn't want to be that but if it's not meant to be it's just not meant to be it's not something that you can force i there was this um this meme on facebook it was saying something like uh don't don't stick around or, or quit being loyal something like basically saying like stop waiting around uh to be the last one chosen by default. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it ain't no, it ain't no honor in being the, the default bitch. Like you wasn't chosen. You just was the last one standing. Like it ain't no honor in that. Basically that's what it was saying. And, and that's true. Like you, you, you have to, you have to be able to move on. But, um, it's just like, like I said, it, you, you have that idea that you're a family and you have that special bond and you want to hold on to that special bond and have that happily ever after ending that the movies and stuff portray. So you wait. But in that waiting, the time goes by, your daughter gets older, you get older, and you know, you're putting your life on hold and you're missing out. But at the same time, 
it's like it's almost an excuse <laughs> but it's it, it it's scary out there you know what i'm saying it's just like at least if you're with her father you know she's protected and and you're protected and you ain't got to worry about no funny business you ain't got to worry about anybody doing something that ain't in your best interest you just you know you cool you safe but it, it becomes a crutch because because you have that safety and you have that um that familiarness you know you you don't step outside your comfort zone you know what i'm saying like i'm not no ugly chick i know that this is uh not visual and i'm not the best looking chick but i'm not no ugly chick i could have been you know talked to somebody but i just i never would i would stay so reserved and i honestly would be that would be my number one fear what if i get with someone who tries to harm my daughter i would be in jail saints <laughs> like there is no if ands but i don't care what type of harm no you know what i'm saying and there's never been anything that i've wanted to even test like i was like no i'm good with this bare minimum over here but like i said that's also an excuse because there are so many there's so many good stepfathers so many good men willing to step in line and pick up the pieces and and be that that man of the house or be that be that father be that male energy that is so needed in a part of that family structure just as much as a mother is needed a father is needed like this is i i really do think that this is something that that is a necessity i do and no diss to myself or any other single mother or single father because we get it done. And we raise the most phenomenal of people. But let's be honest, if we could choose, I don't know if everybody would, but if I could, I, I wish I could go back and I could be smarter, take a little bit more risk, and get what God probably had for us a long time ago you know but it, it's it's scary it is risky and you don't really have the luxury of being able to at least i don't think i don't feel comfortable with you know testing the waters you know so much because i, I you know you have to be worried about the perception you're giving your daughter you don't know what she's thinking is she thinking are you sleeping with these guys are you just friends with these guys like she's never seen me with anybody else yeah I have got friends, but she's never seen me romantically uh, interact with anybody but her father. So it's just like to bring somebody else, like I feel like it would be uncomfortable for her. It, but then again, these are I feel like these are excuses because this is life. People have done these things and I'm going to have to do these things. <laughs> and I'm going to have to get off of these excuses because life goes on and we really have to learn to step out of our comfort zone if we really want to experience life if we really want to get something different something new get something done we really have to step out 
And that's the one thing that I keep saying over and over and over. Once this corona is over, I'm going to go out and I'm going to date. And I'm going to see what's out there. But you know, in the back of my mind, it's always, whoo, I'm so scared that I'm going to bring a fool around my child. And that's just my number one priority. But, you know, some people, some people do think that, you know, if you are a single mother, that you should put that on hold until your child moves up out the house. Now, me, even though I've been doing that, I think that's total bullshit. <laughs> because, like I said, there are there are a lot of risky situations, but there are a such thing as good people and good men as, as well. And on top of that, why should we pause who we are? So you're saying that because I had a child, I'm only a mother? I'm not a woman anymore. I was a woman before I had this child. I was a woman making this child. Like, what the fuck? So I can't... Listen. <laughs> I was a woman first. Sometimes when I need a hug, I don't want no little kid hug. Sometimes when I want to have a conversation, a back and forth, I, I, I need somebody with some depth. <laughs> Sometimes when I just want to be alone and want me time, I don't want to feel like I'm hurting the little baby's feelings because, God damn it, I just need a minute. You understand? Like, adult interaction and adult relationship is also a necessity too. You know? And it's a lot of pressure. Like, sometimes people think, and I think it's a pressure either way. It depends on perspective. But I think sometimes people think it's easier to be like a single mom with one kid or a single parent. Because they're single dads too. Single parent with one child versus multiple children or a father and a mother in the house. And I'm sure each scenario has its difficulties. But, you know, it's a lot of pressure being the only one because that means you have to always be the audience. You have to always be the counselor. You have to always be the friend. You have to always be the encourager. You have to always be the enforcer. You have to always be the disciplinary. You have to 24-7. And while you're always doing these things, it's very hard to be able to do for yourself. And... Like they tell you on the airplane, it's very true. You have to put your mask on first, or you listen. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna fall out. You're gonna die out. How are you gonna help anybody if you ain't one hundred? And being the only one, that's a lot of pressure. And it's a lot of pressure for the kid too, because they're the one that's there. They have to take your mood swings they have to take your love they have to take your distance and sometimes they don't understand and even though you try to explain it over and over and over like it, it's a lot for both of us that's why i want to get my kid a dog <laughs> oh lord but i'm so scared because there's so much responsibility like i'm scared of cleaning up after that mug or hair being over at the place or what if it barks all the time or what if it makes our house thing like i'm just like oh lord it's just a lot of commitment. <laughs> and I think that me, myself, I'm just, besides my daughter, if I ain't said it once, I know I said it a thousand times. Commitment makes me itch. <laughs> like it does. But a pet might be some therapy, you know. 
I mean, that's a proven fact, isn't it? You know, so that's something I might have to step out of my back, my box on and really, you know, go ahead and do. So we might be getting a dog here soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many changes. This quarantine is bringing so many changes. Some good, some not the best. But I mean, to be honest, so far, whew, I've been on an emotional roller coaster about so many things. But, you know... I really believe that God will get the glory out of this. I really do. Even if the end is within this. But I don't feel like it is. <laughs> My grandma said that God told her it was over. She seen something in the sky. And I laugh like, ah, ah. But she, she be seeing stuff. Or she be knowing stuff too. Like, I think that's where me and Tommy get it from. Like, I, I be doubting the stuff that we be seeing and stuff. But anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. But um, I don't know whether whether she meant this life is over or this Well, she said the corona is over. So um, I don't know what's finna happen. I don't. I just know that whatever does happen, I want to be able to say, dang, I tried. You know, I did live. I did smile. I did laugh. Um, I did make a difference. I did change, even if it was just a little bit. <laughs> even if it was just a little bit. Like this weight, honey. I'm trying so hard to commit to this uh, weight thing. I was supposed to be looking like motherfucking uh, Flojo somebody. Who got body? I don't know, but I was supposed to be bad. You hear me? By the time this thing lifted up. I would, this was my time to work out faithfully. I done worked out maybe five times, probably three. I don't know. <laughs> Jay committed to nothing. So by the end of this quarantine, can I commit to committing at least to something? <laughs> to something. You know, I'm working on it. Y'all can't judge me. I won't judge you if you don't judge me. <laughs> but yeah I just wanted to get that little little tidbit off my heart stepping out the box moving on with my life not putting any any uh, blame on anybody else not counting their flaws and definitely <laughs> Acknowledging my own. And honey, trying to make it. Sky's the limit. What you think? <laughs>